Broadcasting live from the blind eternities, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Wheeler. Thank you for having me, Graham. It is great to be here. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you as always. And uh, yeah, and 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 Wheeler, that's it. It's, it's me Thank and Wheeler. Thank you for having me, Graham. It's great <laughs> to be here. Also, James is here on tech. Yo. And uh, we're going to be talking about the year that was 2022 in Magic the Gathering. It's over? Mm, well, at time of recording, no. And at time of broadcast, no. In fact, at the time of recording, two new products came out today. Yeah. With, I think, one more secret drop yet to happen. Yeah. Please so, Please no, it's not over. It's never over. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, we've done this for the past couple of years, we're going to do sort of a year in review and go over everything that happened in the world of Magic and the many, many things that they've released over the last calendar year. And uh, we're going to split that into two episodes. This will be part one, which will be roughly speaking January through June, and then we'll have July through uh, December. And... We're just going to talk about it and give our thoughts and look back on the year and and yeah. Okay. If you want to buy some of these things, you can head over to cardkingdom.com slash LRR. They're the sponsor of the, of the show. Big fans of Card Kingdom and uh, they would love for you to buy stuff from them because that's how they function. Uh, and you can tell them Loading Ready Run sent me button please and they'll give you a little one-inch button which currently says, if I live, I have lethal. And... What we like for us to be able to function is also your direct support at our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Uh, I also want to shout out to folks who are sharing on Twitter with um, their sort of their Spotify wrapped and the podcasts that they were listening to at the end of the year. And uh, we were in some folks top five, which was very nice. Hell yeah. So thank you for that. All right. Think back, back, way back to the beginning of January 2022. Okay, Theros Beyond Death just came out. Nope. Huh? <laughs> so the first, technically speaking, the first product release mm -hmm. in 2022 was the uh, first Astrology Land. The Secret Lair. We're camp... Oh, we're going to camp been doing all, all year. the Secret Lairs. I'm not going to go too deep on them, cause, yeah. just because there's a lot, but I, I think it's worth mentioning. As a reminder, they did the Astrology Lands... Um, they've been releasing one every month, and they're still available. They're available all year, uh, and they're they're neat, I guess. Do you know the methodology behind which sign is linked to which basic land? Type? I I hope there is one. Okay, but I don't know. All all I know about this, maybe I'm jumping the gun. If you're going to cover mm -hmm. every single astrology, uh, no, I'm just I'm, sign I'm only going to mention them in passing. And um. Sorry if it's too soon, but uh, okay. the Cancer Land oh, um, yeah. was a crab, mm -hmm. right, mm. on a basic plains. That was odd, wasn't it? You know, the natural environment. Natural habitat I mean, I guess, I guess everything will evolve into a crab. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. I know a lot of players that have an odd fascination with crabs that have a commander deck of crabs led by crab, Carrix, Care, yeah. the big crab. And they're like, oh, cool. But they can't use these can't lands. Can't use these lands. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Also, interesting, this was not a product release, but interesting sort of, I suppose, event in the meta world of Magic was that uh, CEO of Wizards of the Coast, Chris Cox, was named to CEO of Hasbro. He was uh, he was promoted way up the chain. So now, and then they did that thing where Hasbro, or sorry, Wizards of the Coast became a division of Hasbro, so that now it's like they have like board games and these things and Wizards of the Coast. It's like one of their main main ways they're making money, really. Yep. So, all right. Golden Goose. January twenty eighth. Two two different things were released on January twenty eighth. Yeah, I know, right? Commander Collection Black. Any recollection of this happening? I love these, by Snake the way. Snake token. Yeah, I bought yeah. the. I have the green one and the black one, and okay. I. I hope that they're going to continue to do one every year. But yes, this is finally we get a, a one-one death touch snake token for the mm -hmm. for the Ophia mancers in the crowd, um, and some other. I can't remember what else was in this set actually. Phyrexian arena. Oh yeah. I so, don't know. I'm Ophia just taking Mancer. a guess. Oh yep. yeah. That's okay. a. Oh right. That's a cool looking Phyrexian arena. 
Uh, right, Liliana, heretical healer. That's the flip card that turns into Liliana, defiant necromancer. Uh, oh, and ghoul color Gisa. Gisa? Gisa? Gisa. Ah, right. The genius. Well, the and, genius. Oh, and reanimate. That's a cool reanimate. Mm. Thanks, Nils. Toxic deluge. Ooh, very good. Oh, right, and the soul ring. They all have the soul ring in the command tower. Very cool looking uh, command tower. So yeah, I like the commander collections. I think they're neat. Also, I like that they're a um, LGS only product. Yeah. So it's just a nice thing for the stores to have. I mean, this might be a universal thing, but I could do without the discourse that it generates on Commander Twitter about whether what qualifies as like a staple nowadays. Oh, with like if Rexian Arena's still fine, it's still fine. Just it's still good in Commander. <laughs> It's still good in Commander. Just draw that card. It's okay. The discourse around Phyrexian Arena specifically? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I huh. say discourse, but... You That's know, a broad-ranging word. None of those words are in the Bible. Okay. So, you know. The word discourse picks up a lot of uh, a lot of interesting use cases around Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um, also released that day. Do you remember January 28th? What other product? Again, WPN store only exclusive product. Um. January 28th. Resoundingly poorly received. I still think I was relatively concussed. So. Oh, yeah. So you don't remember the first several months of the year. I have basically no memory of the middle months of the year. This will be a fantastic <laughs> episode. <laughs> what a good duo for this. Uh, Innisra double feature. Oh. Remember that? Vaguely. So this this is cards from Innisrad Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow in the black and white treatment mm -hmm. uh, smushed together into... A big draft experience that was not what we thought it was going to be. Seemed like a lot of Innistrad. Well, so the problem was when they originally pitched this, it the impression was given, and I think I want to say they outright said it that it was going to be some cards. A cur we, curated. The impression was it was going to be like, yeah, like the remastered sets where this would be a curated list of cards from both sets combined into a full, a unique draft experience. Right. Um, but as it turns out, it was just every card from both sets, including the cards that were in both sets. So like yeah. Bramble Armor is in, <laughs> is in there I twice. Re I remember that. Yeah. And... Um, I liked the graphic treatment. I actually thought it was really cool. I thought this was a neat idea, and I thought that the fact that they didn't curate the list at all was a huge mistake. And we bought a box. It's in our. It's over there. It's sealed. We never played it because we were like, "Yeah, we got to get a thing of, got to get a thing of double feature. That'll be great. You know, we'll we'll do that on the Friday Night Paper Fight." And then we bought it, and we're like, "Oh, it's just literally every card. It's not a unique draft experience. That sounds like it's actually going to be miserable to play." And then we just never played it. Also. Uh incredible nitpick here mm. uh it looks terrible on camera oh that is a problem for specifically us <laughs> yeah for specifically us it's just not good it's so hard to tell the cards apart we, on camera we now basically have a rule that says you can't use the lands when you're on screen yeah you just can't tell what they are i love the i love those lands those basics i yeah, have some at home they look great but yeah we can't because they just they all on camera they just all look like swamps because the borders are too thin to tell them apart on camera i will say that the the treatment looks better in person than it does on screens. Oh, big time. Which is, I think, a problem when your, you know, main marketing approach is to show people on screens your new yeah. product. Um, it just looks like a bunch of black and white cards. And I mean, essentially, that's what they are, but they do look significantly better. The foils better. look really good. The foils look really good. Foils, yeah. And also the color accents of the borderlines look really good. It just, they look really good in person. I know there's a few people, I have a few friends out there who, who, go to their way to collect these for their commander decks and stuff like that but mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think they're neat but yeah this was a kind of a kind of a dud of a product just yeah if it's curated yeah just chop the chop the chaff not all the chaff but chop the chaff and then great i'll draft that yeah, yeah. i mean uh free free idea for wizards do this again i don't call it double feature because it doesn't really work no. but take every innistrad block so a proper remastered set, sort of, you know, and uh, make a really neat draft format. I don't know how that would work. That That's not fun. my job, but, you know, make it look cool. <laughs> well, they do that on Magic Online. Yeah. Well, exactly. they're doing, yeah, yeah they are right. doing. Um, well, they're getting Dominaria. Dominaria remastered. That's yes. what I want, but basically. They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want, because they're doing, they're doing Shadows over Innistrad remastered on Arena, which yeah. is just Shadows block. Yeah. But Dominaria remastered is 
cards from every set that's taken place on Dominaria. Dominaria. Yeah. Yeah. So you want that for Innistrad? I want that, that for Innistrad. Sounds dope as hell. And you could do it with these treatments, yeah. or or just or not. Throw, throw these in as bonus things. Yeah. Doesn't need to be the whole set. That that sounds like a better idea. I mean, I we haven't played with Dominaria remastered, and, and frankly, I'm excited for it. True. Um, Me too. Yes. Yeah. But that feels like, and I, the idea for Dominary Remastered feels like it would work better for something with a slightly more narrow kind of scope. Hmm. Like, do, like it, it was on Dominaria is a very broad sweep. It really but is. But just, you know, it was on Innistrad or Ravnica. Still large, but, you know, yeah. contained enough that someone can look at it and go like, yep, that's Innistrad, all right. Mm-hmm. In February... We had the Secret Lair Street Fighter for Universes yeah. Beyond. Yep. Those were kind of fun. I just, look, Chun-Li's got multi-kicker. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. A day later, <laughs> or 1,200 years later, depending on where you're counting from, it's Kamigawa. Mm. Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Um, I mean, draft of the year, I think. Draft set of the year. Limited. I don't know how much limited you play outside of the when we do the PPRs, actually. So it's my fault. This is actually genuinely one of my biggest faults as a Magic player, mm-hmm. is that if I don't like a thing, uh, actually, maybe this is just being a hel- having a healthy relationship oh, with your be. hobby. It might if be. I don't like a thing, like if I'm not like, yes, I just don't play it. Mm. Um, but, except uh, for spite. Sometimes I'll spite Mythic. I think uh, that's a fair... Yeah, I did that with AFR. Nice. But for Kamigawa, I really enjoyed it. Um... And it was, I, I mean, if I enjoy the set, then I'll just draft it until I get to a high enough mythic where I'm like, yeah, it feels okay. <laughs> um, phenomenal set. This set rules. This set rules so much. It was just super fun. The flavor was great. The um, the there was so much fun things you could do in the in the draft. Uh, you know the. Black White Ninjas deck or the green uh green white um enchantments. They had enchantment creatures. Mm. I love the flavor that like the enchantment uh creatures are they're like um they have like spirits. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like blessed by spirits. That's why they're enchantment yeah. creatures. Yeah. Um you could also do there's like a this four or five color I guess base screen, I suppose, but you could do this big sort of, not even with the Kami War, like having the Kami War obviously would be very good, Mm -hmm. that card specifically, but you could just do like multicolor nonsense with like um, uh, the the Tanuki that, it's basically a Crows and Tusker, um, and then the Geothermal Kami to recycle Mm -hmm. sagas and gain some life, and uh, man, Geothermal Kami, actually, that went up high on people's draft picks over the course of that format. Yeah, once you get into more debauchery. Yeah, it's just... the, this is the uh, three and a green for a four three spirit. When it enters the battlefield, you can return an enchantment you control to your hand. If you do, you gain three life. So you just start to get recycling stuff. And I mean, but then also in the much more aggressive realm, the red-black artifact, um, Okiba Reckoner Raid, and uh, Oni Cult Anvil Cult nonsense. Sakenzin Smelter. Oh, yeah. Monkey. Monkey. Well, one of the, mo- there are a lot of monkeys. Simeon, Simeon Sling. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. good common. Good monkey. I think Kamigawa is a great example of, um, it's a format where the enjoyment and the fun of it uh, is, certainly outweighs like how, good Mm. it is like at times you're just like oh well i didn't get to interact or (laughs) you know you can just it's it doesn't lead to uh the best matches of magic sometimes but who cares because it's so fun like you'll take those beats because your other you know seven games or whatever or just i don't know you're putting your monkey on your ghost and then (laughs) like slamming face that seems pretty cool to me yep 10 out of 10. They, I'm looking at the list of sort of things that happened in the year on the um, fandom page. So I will uh, mention, because it calls these out as well, the Neon Dynasty Championship was on, uh, well, concluded on March 13th with champion Eli Cassis, who uh, I think was in the finals of the most recent one as well. Putting up some good numbers this year. 
the Kamigawa Alchemy set hit arena. They announced, oh yes, right, on the 30th, uh, Wizards Organized Play um, announced the return of the Pro Tour. No longer the Mythic Championships. It's the Pro Tour again. But also, more more excitingly, I, I think, the whole sort of system of local and regional qualifiers, or reg- local qualifiers, regional championships, mm-hmm. and Pro Tours. Um, and uh, generally speaking, people were... It was weird to have a Wizards organized play announcement that everyone on Twitter was like, nice, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than Great. like, that's the death of everything. Yeah. We so. can play paper magic for something. Yeah. So good. That's good. I think it's good to have be able to... I think it's important for the... Health of the game. Health of the game. for To have that... Have a an understandable and accessible um, tournament structure. I think it's good. Especially something that is so aspirational mm-hmm. and like within arm's reach. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was a fan. Part of me was like the PPTQ and the RPTQ system mm-hmm. was just like, it was a lot mm. at times. And maybe it would have been less of that if I were better at, you know, RPTQs. I thought you were just going to so say many. better at Magic the Gathering. Well, that too. I was going to say that, and then I thought like, okay, well, you know, let's not beat up myself too much. Um, but you, part of that was it was fun because like on a local level too, people, you know, you, people get hyped. You get mm. people that would come and queue, and, and once they queue, they're like, all right, I guess I got to pay some amount of attention to this. And, you know, even people that weren't buying into the pro tour dream so to speak Mm. they would buy into the the sense of like well i'm here i mean what if i you know actually focused on this Mm. Uh, yeah i guess that'd be fun yeah i guess i could try to get on the pro tour and you know it actually i think that's really important it's not just like the fact that there's a this this uh dream so to speak for people to shoot for but for it to be something that even a player that, you know, might be washed up mm-hmm. can be like, yeah, I'm going to give my all. I'm going to I'm going to actually try for this. I yeah. feel like I can make that push. And so from what I've heard about this system, it's I, I'm seeing reflections of the older systems where people got that hype mm-hmm. in um, locally in like 40 year old Canlander players with kids that are just like. Learning Pioneer, <laughs> got to read all these cards. What is, and they're like, I know Nykthos, what's this Karn do? You know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. I think uh, we should definitely give a shout out there to Huey mm. uh, yep. Jensen, who uh, came on into Wizards, um, I think last year, probably, uh, mm. and uh, got us to where we are now. Certainly not alone, but I think he was uh, obviously a big driving force for that. Uh, and at the time of recording, we are well into the f- sort of first season of this Yeah, with the first Pro Tour coming up in February nice. in Philadelphia. So uh, pretty excited to see how that all fo- uh, unfolds over the next couple of months. Yeah. yeah, It's good to have it back, and I'm hoping that it, it does well. I realized what I also wanted to mention was that uh, uh, for uh, personally, well, I guess not necessarily personally, but for us here at Loading Ready Run, we had the uh, Kamigawa pre-pre-release before that released of course and we got to interview daniel holt uh which was fun but that was the last ppr uh, without uh outside guests because the next one would be streets where we would have have guests again yeah Mm -hmm. so that was cool um they uh oh yeah the 2022 challenger decks came out on april 1st you don't remember any of these challenger decks. So these were the oh the precons. Yeah, the standard standard challenger decks. These were specifically Monoite Aggro, Demir Control, Rakdos Vampires, and Gruul Stompy. No, I, no. I, I love how I'm on yeah. I'm a Scryfall, so I can pull all the cards up. Right, uh-huh. I've got the challenger deck, and I click the link, and it only has one card, and it's it's this guy. Oh. I, I don't I don't Why I, is it I, an AFR goblin token? I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Maybe it was part of the deck. I assume they're all reprints. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. there's gotta be Den of the Bugbear in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Apparently those decks are pretty alright. Yeah. I I like the challenger decks. Mm-hmm. You know. They, I like the idea that you that, you know, it's like you can pick up one of those and be you I mean less so now because a lot of other sets have released, but you can pick one of them up and be like 
You're not going to get absolutely dumpstered in Eminem is the idea. Yeah, I like them more for Pioneer than... And I think, and the Pioneer ones are out. Yeah. 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 I like them more for that format than mm-hmm. Standard, mostly because people play Pioneer mm-hmm. but uh, in paper. But back in the day um, when there were, you know, actual standard tournaments right. being run and, and you would see people that would buy the Challenger decks and yeah. make a little tweaks and tune them up a little bit. Yeah. I think it's important to have product like that. Yeah. The So on April 1st was the release of those, but was not the release of Infinity. Infinity was supposed to come out on April 1st because it's the joke set. Ha ha. April Fool's. Yeah. Right. But uh, good old supply lines. Bummer. There was the April Secret Lair Super Drop on the 11th, which was, goodness, what did it have? It had Streets New Capenna stuff, Matt Jukes, Magali Villeneuve, Siddharth Chotoverdi, Wayne Reynolds, oh, the left-handed cards, and one called Just Some Totally Normal Guys. I don't remember, I don't remember this one at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a not a secret layer guy. No. Oh yeah, uh, look at look at Void Winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some normal normal looking guys, having a regular one. Whoa, is this a goblin settler? Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh. <laughs> I saw the art, got a little like oh, and then oh yeah, that's a good vent. That's vine. great. I like the flavor text on this one. Shout like, out probably to Ari for that. I like the idea of Vengevine as some type of Muppet. Yeah. It looks like a little Sid and Marty Croft action going on there. This is what Kermit looks like when I'm high on acid. <laughs> How often are you high on acid, James, just for the listeners? Great question. Next question. All right. All right. April 21st, the introduction of Explorer. Yes. Yeah. This is this was a big one. So when they introduced Arena, sorry, when they introduced Alchemy on Arena... It was met with, uh, <laughs> let's Excuse be me. generous and say a variety of responses. Uh, one of those responses being tremendously negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sentiment that we echoed because uh, specifically the fact that alchemy was inhistoric and there was no way for it not to be. Because there was standard and then there was alchemy. And you could choose to play standard yeah. or alchemy. And you could, you know, you could play standard with paper, true to paper cards. But with the decision for historic, which is the anything that's on arena is legal asterisk, they decided, well, we'll add alchemy to that. And there was no way to play alchemy without all the alchemy cards. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, that was a problem. And I think, you know, we said at the time, I don't play any of that, but I think that's a bad idea. Still don't still don't love that decision. Generally speaking, I don't love a lot of the alchemy cards as well. And we've talked about that too, just from a just from a game design perspective, I don't love a lot of them. But so in response to that, um, you know, people were like, Why have you not just added Pioneer? And there's a the reason for that is because there's still years and years and years of cards to add mm-hmm. to Arena for that. So what they've what they added instead was Explorer with the idea that what they said at least was eventually explorer will become pioneer that right now it's explorer yep. and they're going to slowly be adding backwards stuff into explorer uh to sort of fill it out and then eventually explorer will just go away and it'll be like you know bing, and it's like oh it's pioneer now suddenly great yeah excited for that alchemy Explore's not that bad. I actually, that's, I Historic was my go-to, like, uh, before you could play Gladiator for dailies. Yeah. Historic was my go-to, like, yeah, I'll, I'll play some Constructed Magic here. Mm-hmm. I like our, like, Phoenix enough. Um, but then the Alchemy card, it's weird, because I don't actually hate the Alchemy cards that much. I found them kind of boring nowadays, where it's just like, oh, this is, okay, so it just conjures a thing. Yeah. Okay. It either conjures a thing or um perpetually it's annoying. <laughs> like those are the two modes. I there's of too many cards. there's too many spell books and I hate them. Yeah. I yeah. really don't like spell books. It's so many things to remember. And you're just your opponent casts a thing with a spell book and you're like Okay, what are you gonna do to me? What and then they cast something and you're like, Oh, 
that card's here. All right. Yeah, sure. I, I hate that my brain occupies a spot of like, well, my line is I play this card, I draft the spell book, and if I get take vengeance, I can do this. And it's like, that could be used for like the names of my nieces and nephews <laughs> instead. But I have to, you know, it's, it's used for that line. Um, That's why, yeah, what I was what I was just describing is because it's impossible to memorize all that, my mm-hmm. brain just shuts down. Yeah. And so it's like, instead of, what what I like about magic is... I mean, one of the many things I like about magic is, you know, all this sort of strategy and you're like, okay, you know, there's this, there's this, this is all the information that I do know. And there's so much information to know, uh, just like mind mapping out as a, as an explosion from one card that I'm just like, eh. With a die roll, right? Yeah. With the randomization. Just, I'm, I'm just like, okay, what you go ahead. Yeah. Tell me what happens. What are you doing to me? Are this? Okay. Yeah, but like um, to, 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 specialize clo- to close this point. Clunky as heck. Sorry, yes, go ahead. Uh, Explore is fun. Explore took that over after the alchemy cards, like uh, just playing an historic, and it was like, nice. I don't Good. Uh, yeah. And Explore, you can play decks that are effectively legal and pioneer, mm. like reasonable uh, decks, and you get to, it's kind of interesting to play against, um, I was going to say diverse metagame, but, you know, blue-white control exists, <laughs> and... Uh, Rakdos Anvil. But yeah, no, it's a good, it's a great step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's um, in the absence of being able to just go, and now Pioneer is here, which I, you know, people, uh, including ourselves, uh, are critical uh, of the arena team for things that they are not able to do. Uh, In this instance, I'm not critical of the team not being able to add, it's like seven years of sets or something? Yeah, uh, like 2015, I think. Like Magic Origins. Because it the start. Is it is it Origins? I believe. Okay, so or... there's four four years of sets that are outstanding. Oh, it's a lot, you know. It's and I get it. So if if it's like Explorer is this kind of placeholder until it's until it's a fully operational Pioneer, oh, then then uh, cool. RTR. It's RTR. Okay. So that's yeah. even more. Yes. Yeah. That's quite a few yeah. years. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. To do. April 29th. We're going to take it to the streets of New Capenna. Taking it to the streets. Yeah. Streets of New Capenna. So again, I've talked before about how I really only interact with draft and limited. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was bad. Yeah. I did not like this set. Yeah. The set was not, I found it not fun yeah. to draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a bummer because I loved the the setting. I mm. loved the art. Loved the art. I, you know, huge fan of Art Deco. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, styling and motifs and whatnot for Elder Dragon Social Club, completely <laughs> independent of Streets of New Capenna. Uh, that's just what it looks like. It's I know it was awkward because it launched around this time as well. And so I think one person asked in one of the more recent episodes, they're like, are you going to like change the styling when the next set comes out? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't a New Capenna thing. This is just, it's just what the show looks like. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. I had fun at the PPR because it was, you know, everything was brand new. Only one person picked brokers at the PPR, which was really funny because uh, we didn't know. And then uh, once we started actually drafting it on Arena, then then we knew. Then we knew. Yeah. Now we know. Uh, yeah, what was your interaction with this set? Uh, don't like it. Yeah. Don't like any part of it, actually. Really? Yeah, it's just a, none of it tickled my fancy. Mm. Um. And the size of the commander product left a real sour taste in my mouth. There were five commander decks. Right, one for each family. Yeah. yeah. And so many new cards Mm. that are fun. They're a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But if your goal is to collect one of every card in the game. Ah, uh, a lot of new cards for you. A lot of new cards. Um, But yeah. Were any of them like relevant in Highlander or... Yes. Okay. Some of them. They're all great for Commander. They're oh, yeah. cards. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. So many of them. So many. And didn't 
didn't this was this when we had or was this the second time there was cards that uh, i i did not like this this is another thing man i got into a argument with someone on the subreddit the other day that said that we were too kind with wizard you know again the thing that we've had before um i really didn't like that there was a set i think it was this one or there was commander cards mm-hmm. the they were like commander exclusive cards but they were only in the uh oh the packs the collector boosters yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they weren't in the actual commander decks they weren't in commander decks they were in collector and set boosters and set boosters but yeah. a lot harder to come across in set boosters like a lot more like it wasn't like there was one in every pack they were right. they were much less frequent like we cracked a whole box and we got like 3 if i really? recall cuz ed was pissed about how many he had from oh. yell jacket huh yeah but that could also just be an ed thing hmm. that sounds like an ed thing anyway i really did not i that's just needlessly weird i mean on <laughs> an argument could be made Mm-hmm. I'm not making this argument. Okay. I want to be really clear. I'm not making this argument, but an argument could be made mm-hmm. that it is hewing even closer to magic as Richard Garfield intended, <laughs> literally, because because if, if you recall, his his thing was like, there's going to be so many cards, you're going to sit down at a table, someone's going to play a card, and you're going to be like, I've literally never seen that card before. Mm-hmm. I have no idea that that card even existed. And we're we're there now. Like, we're there, like, it's like, Hey, here's this card. What the heck is that? Oh, it's from the uh, Call Time Theme Boosters. What? Which I, I I genuinely love that for Commander. Yeah, it's great. It 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 has helped, um, kind of just take away there. There was this trope of um, you know, tables at an LGS just being the top twenty five on EDH rec or whatever. Mm. Not the case, and I mean it's going to be you know it's locational location. Yeah, but like. No, everybody's just doing some weird stuff with these cards you've never heard, and Sweet. it's just like, oh, okay. That's how I build Commander. Cool. I'm I'm in for yeah. nonsense. I mean, you you know, those of you who've seen the, my appearances on game nights know that I'm just here for nonsense. Oh yeah, it's Commander. It's chaos time. Let's go. Yeah, lighten up. Yeah. So, and I I will say, first back to Streets of New Capenna. I did think that there was some. For those of us who care about the story and narrative, and there are dozens of us, um, I did I did feel like it was a little muddied that like they were so we did a whole for the punt counterpunt for this episode, which was very funny. Yeah. Um we did a whole film noir thing. And then I think it was Rosewater uh clarified, like, no, no, no. This is not film noir. Film noir was from this era of cinema. This is from this is the Roaring Twenties. This is the crime set not the noir set. And we were like, oh, well, well we're going to air this anyway because we've yeah. made it. But it was just, I, how does this city function? <laughs> it, was, it was a little weird. Doesn't. Yeah. Or poorly. But it was like, I, 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 I felt like we were not the only ones that sort of made that apparently incorrect uh, connection. Inclu- and I'm including like, some of the artists because mm-hmm. it's like some of the stuff was like oh this, this is kind of film noir you know this this feels you know like it uh, gets lumped in you know make them disappear have a little chat um uh you know the we- legitimate business person all yeah. that stuff like that that feels more like i don't know that doesn't feel like roaring 20s crime drama to me. which is kind of weird because like I don't know if this is an exact one-to-one. Maro has said before, especially with places like Theros, mm. where, you know, Krakens, yeah. right? That's not actually... Uh, why. What, what does that have to do with Greek right. mythology? Right, right, right. But they're because of... Um, what is it? Uh, the Titans, Jace... Uh, some... Uh, Clash of the Titans. Because mm, right. Clash of the Titans being... It made it so iconic and tied to that right. that they're like, yeah, let's throw it in there. And that feels like something that... A lot I, of people will lump together is the yeah. you know, Roaring Twenties plus crime families, therefore neo noir, yeah. Tracy kind of thing. And so just yeah, it feels like a thing you would intentionally incorporate and just be like, we know it's not the exact same thing, yeah. but tell that to your average like player in an LGS. And to, yeah, and I am I am I am I am with them on that. Like yeah. I totally understand the Krakens thing. Yeah. I'm 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 not I'm not down on on that. I guess I don't know. This feels to me like a like a uh, 
the but by protesting so much, I think there is an implication of potentially a theme of a future set. Mm-hmm. The because the way that he was like, no, 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 this is a crime set. This is I don't I don't know. I don't have the quote handy. I don't know if he said specifically, this is not the noir set, but I am assuming that there is a the noir set at some point, or at least, or at least that they have an idea for one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, following Kamigawa, kind of a bummer uh, streets, but I got a lot of good Kamigawa drafting done. So, you know, every time it was up on quick draft, be like, oh, sweet. It's nice to take a break. Yeah. You know, it's... Oh, this was interesting. This was the first time that they also did the um when they added the New Capenna alchemy cards, they also put up a temporary um New Capenna alchemy draft. Yeah. Where one card in it, one common in every pack would be replaced with one of the New Capenna alchemy cards. Mm-hmm. And it was only supposed to be there for a weekend, but people played it so much cuz it was like, look, this format's broken anyway. Let's just go go to clown town with it mm-hmm. uh that they kept it around for like a week um and uh, i it was it was funny because i remember saying on this podcast that i was like you know i i actually am really enjoying this because it's like in the same way that i was talking about the 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 draft books alchemy cards earlier that yes. i was like i was like all right just let it happen. Whatever you're going to do to me, go for it. You know, let's see what ridiculous... Oh, it's an artifact that just lets you make a bajillion angels. Okay, great. Sure, go for it. Why not? Oh, yeah. You know, but then um, a couple, like a week or two after that, I was like, wait, no. No, this still sucks. <laughs> this format's still bad. <laughs> the other thing I believe New Capenna did was it was the first set or the set in a while where they released uh, it on Magic Arena after the in-person PPR. Yes, this was the one where they were testing it. Yeah, they and tested then... it. Then they went back to how they were doing it for Dominaria United. Yeah. And now they've gone back to <laughs> it coming out after the in-person uh, pre-release with Brothers War. Yeah. And I think they've said that they plan to stick with that. I love this. This time. And that's, that is the, cur- in my opinion, that is the right call. Yeah, we seem very aligned internally here about thinking this first, is a good idea. First pre-release I've I've been to since... Probably before whatever set, the core set before M20, since before M20. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Didn't know what every single, I mean, had didn't have a concrete idea of every single card. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. obviously we're in a weird situation with the PPR, but yeah. even if it wasn't for the PPR, I want to have the option to go to my pre-release before the set comes out mm-hmm. and experience it without running up against people who've spent the last 48 hours just grinding the oh, hell arena, out of the yeah. format out of arena release it on monday tuesday whatever literally sunday night at 9 p.m i don't care it's a fun shared just, experience yeah exactly oh, right it's a wonderful community yeah. thing of people going whoa look at these cards i've never seen these i mean they're spoilers but it's like i've never played never with played with them before, before. Yeah. yeah you know it's, i think that's and I have good. to imagine it's good for the local game stores. Oh, right, it has to be the two HG event that we played in. Mm. Uh, Buddy and I played in was was bumping mm. for. I mean, comfortably bumping. Comfortable bumping. Uh, com- comfortable bumping. It, it was it was great, but I hadn't. I did. I recognized maybe two faces, just packed full of new players. Awesome. It was great. That that that's really good news. Yep. Um, we had, oh yes, the Pride Across the Multiverse Secret Lair, which I mentioned only because Bearscape is awesome. Mm, gay. Truly. Um, the first qualifier play-in for the 2022-23 Pro Tour season. Uh, John Mor- Jan Moritz Merkel won the New Capenna Championship. We had the New Capenna Alchemy. Uh, 2022 Starter Kit. <laughs> we opened one of these on Crack-A-Pack, actually. It was, uh... Fine. Oh, these the fine. these are like the like a ten dollar to twelve dollar. They're real cheap. They're two decks. Yeah, right? it's two, two sixty card yeah, decks. Those are great. And then you you've got a code that you can use twice, so that you can each get the cards on arena. Yeah, which are not. I found, duplicate protected, so. So you have eight aggressive mammoths. No, <laughs> it, it, no, it was just like you get these cards, oh, but I already had four of them, and they just sort of oh. they just sort of. Oh disappear into the ether like you don't get vault progress or wild cards or anything great so i mean they're not they're starter kits they're not strictly speaking for me but 
<laughs> in case you were planning to it's not worth it for wild cards june 10th we're into june now not a lot happening in june honestly except for commander legends battle for baldur's gate oh yeah <laughs> go ahead uh paper yeah some of the most fun you can have drafting mm-hmm. it was a slam dunk in paper draft environment uh you, it was just so goofy it introduced a lot of mechanics or not not even introduced but the for for the sake of commander mm-hmm. the mechanics that they they had put into the set uh you know myriad and a lot more goad mm. um and even the initiative drives people to take game actions drives players especially it was brilliant yeah. for how it just like forced a game to move in multiplayer in multiplayer uh and it, it great you yeah. can get people that like are a lot of commander players hate taking they love to take game actions but they hate to progress the game they hate to attack yeah. they hate attacking for a variety of reasons and like i don't care if i have to push you to get you to do it like I, once they I, start I, doing it i love some know. of our earliest commander games uh james kept getting nasty comments on youtube for deigning to attack and james was like i'm just trying to do the point of the game is to to kill your opponents and that's all i'm trying to do and they'd be like oh but james is attacking poor little sir i know it's a this might be a little bit too uh boot uh, boot kissing uh right here um (laughs) I was gonna say foot kissing. That doesn't. That's not a phrase. And not on this show. Mention that's, that in the comments. Pay extra for that. Uh, Patreon.com. <laughs> but I think James is like the perfect example of what everyone should strive to do to play Commander. Yeah. Just looks to kill people. Plays cool stuff. Doesn't give a care. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like that's yeah. I'm playing my cards. Choo choo. The initiative in one v one. Hate were so oh my god really <laughs> it's so bad it's so well it's too good when does it come up in 1v1 is it like all le- the time oh okay uh legacy vintage canadian highlander really yeah way legacy too and vintage oh yeah there's a uh there's a legacy deck and kind of a vintage ish version what of cards? it um so the big ones are white plume adventure which is the three mana one in white um the thing is i've oh yeah. literally never pl- i've played this set ones of times mm-hmm. uh on paper which was at jeremy petter's birthday party yeah and so i don't know any of these cards two and a white three three orc cleric enters the battlefield you take the initiative at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep untap a creature you control if you've completed a dungeon untap all creatures you control yeah so imagine a format where you could get this out on turn one pretty easily or turn two uh pretty easily because that's what happens so turn one, so what, you like... Ancient Tomb, Ancient City Tomb, of Traders. Black Lotus. Plus uh, Chrome Mox or Lotus Petal. Okay. Um, or uh, maybe Mox Diamond. And then the first step of the of the initiative dungeon is you go looking for a land. And find a basic land. To put it into play or your hand? Put it into your hand. Okay. Um, but your opponent can't attack you, right? Because you have a 3-3. Because you got a 3-3. On turn one. Yeah. I mean, Delver can technically get over. That's a certain balance to this, but, you know... Uh, your deck has solitudes, and we don't have to get too deep into this. All right. But it sets you up for more initiative. Right. And it makes it so difficult for them to take it back. And there's a second one called Seasoned Dungeoneer from the uh, Commander Legends Commander... Commander Legends Baldur's Gate Commander decks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Which does the same. Wow, that art. Yeah. It's really good. Dang. Um, right. So uh, three and a white, three, four... Human Warrior, ETB, you take the initiative. Whenever you attack, target attacking, cleric, rogue, warrior, or wizard gains protection from creatures until end of turn, and it explores. Yeah, that's, yeah. I Not whenever this attacks, whenever you attack. Yeah. So any attack and a cleric, rogue, warrior, or wizard gets protection from creatures and explorers. Which this is. Uh, a warrior. White Plume Adventurer is a cleric. Oh, good. And... You know, in Canlander, Canadian Highlander, if you're playing a deck with you know white creatures in them, a lot of soul, a lot of warriors, a lot of rogue, well, not a lot of rogues, a lot of clerics and warriors, wow. and the occasional wizards pop up. Um, yeah, it's uh, so we complained about the monarch when it was introduced for one v one, where mm-hmm. it felt oppressive. Mm-hmm. This is at least with the monarch, like technically the game goes on right where like uh they're drawing an extra card to turn that's really good but there are ways to 
get it back right and to reset in a way the initiative if, if you steal the initiative they're still at that point in the dungeon so if they get it back which their deck is filled with initiative cards right they could do that much they just easier get to go to the next step they just get to finish the dungeon which when you finish the undercity the last stage lets you dig 10 cards deep right and put a creature into play which was good to let you take the initiative again <laughs> and so you just keep going and going hmm. right yeah. i hadn't heard about this this is, uh seems like a big problem yeah also introduced minsk and boo timeless heroes oh yeah 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 up there with one of uh, one of the best planeswalkers of all time i can't believe i slept on this card as much as i did initially uh, i will never forgive myself it's ridiculous yeah two red green for a three loyalty walker when minsk and boo enters the battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may create Boo, a legendary 1-1 red hamster token with Trample and Haste. Plus one, put three counters on up to one target creature with Trample or Haste. Real narrow window there. Mm -hmm. And minus two, this is ridiculous, uh, sacrifice a creature. When you do, Minsk and Boo deals X damage to any target where X is that creature's power. <laughs> if the sacrificed creature was a hamster... <laughs> draw x cards so it's like play minsk and boo you make boo you plus one you attack them with a four four trample, trample haste. haste yep untap minus two sack boo deal four to something draw four cards yeah or just plus on boo or just plus again boo again and hit, and them, hit them, for them for seven, seven. yeah exactly or also they can be your commander that's my favorite line of text to read off to a Canadian Highlander player <laughs> is, did you know Minsk and Boo Timeless Heroes can be your commander? Yeah, it's, what if we made Gideon ally of Zendikar, um, the battle for Zendikar Gideon, that was really good, uh, but instead of like, oh, I have to get rid of this knight and then the Gideon, it's, oh, I have to get rid of this hamster and then, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I, uh, okay, great. <laughs> the The only redeeming quality of this card is that for whatever reason, locally, uh, Canlander players have gotten they, they want to get Hamtaro trading cards to represent <laughs> Boo. That is like the only factor of this card where it's like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, you know, that's really funny. Yeah. So this 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 set this release, the Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate, mm -hmm. got like kind of roasted. It Don't got kind of dragged over the coals. Yeah, for really stupid reasons, if I may say. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, I can think... You, can you fill me in? Yeah, so um, a portion, and people are, might be like, no, this isn't why we were mad. This is why we were mad. Right. But a part of it I has don't remember, to... I remember, I was literally in hospital So a part of it point. has to do... I have do no memory of this. ...with the reprints mm -hmm. and the high-value cards. Right. And how oh. there were... The, the feeling was that overall there weren't enough high value reprints can put compared to set. the first commander legends yes because a bunch of those ended up in double masters yes exactly yeah. ended up in double master 2022 or it ended up in the commander legends commander decks mm. so the individual commander decks which is like that part of it is is i think a reasonable complaint like a very small amount of it mm. i want to say is reasonable of just like yeah some people like these products because they get a chance to pick up cool cards that were once a bajillion dollars just because they've only been printed in shadow more or mm. whatever. But we also got that with lands, which isn't exciting, but like I personally didn't own a luxury suite oh. because it was like $50. They reprinted luxury suite in this set. Yeah. Dang. Right. And and now they're cheap and affordable and great lands Sweet. to pick up. They're plentiful. Um, then some also just people were like, Where's my hull breacher? Where's my jeweled lotus? And it's just like, you know. Because the arguments that I heard was sort of like, uh, this is a set where you draft commander and people who draft don't like it and people who play commander don't like it. And, I mean, again, I didn't get to play it until Jer's birthday party, but what I understood internally here from people who like drafting and commander was that we all thought it was pretty sweet. Like... I bet if you asked Adam, yeah, who his brain only know limited, mm -hmm. he would probably put it into one of his top three draft formats. Oh yeah, he time. loves it. Loves it. He loves, loves it. it to bits. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I it's think such a good. Format. I think the trouble is you have to convince commander players to draft. 
I think that's the big roadblock yeah. that this set found. Um, and I guess, I mean, if you're out there and you're listening and you haven't tried this out yet, even though we've been shouting at you probably for about six months to do so, <laughs> um, you know, buy a box. It's probably like 60 bucks right now. Like, I, I can't imagine these boxes of cards are all that expensive. Like, go find a box, grab some friends, uh, and just draft this set because it is a ton of fun. Is the power level super high? No, it's not, but like that, it's still really good. And it's like, it, these are the set, like you think about all the ones that came before it, um, you know, Conspiracy, Take the Crown, uh, uh, what's Battle, that? Bond. Battle Bond. Uh, this is another perfect example of these multiplayer draft sets um, that somehow, even though they don't generally do very well in terms of sales, um, Wizards keeps trying to make them work. And I would argue this is the best one of them yet. Mm-hmm. And I think they can only go. I mean, the, factually, they've been getting better, so they o- only will continue to get better. But only if people get out there and and play them. So please do because this thing was great. So I loved good. this. Yeah, and it's. I mean, we'll talk about this in the next episode because um, this is you know that's June, right? But it's it it was less than a month until Double Masters came out, and mm-hmm. it did feel like yeah, did feel like Commander Legends just got sort of I don't know buried in the in the cycle of yeah yeah i i mean on one hand pairing it or or like having it so close to a reprint only Mm. set i think is fine maybe that's just my personal approach is that like i i have some amount of privilege in being able to mostly ignore a reprint set Mm. because it's just that i mean it's a draft set too but it's just like okay I mean, this this product is this. I'll just keep playing these Baldur's Gate cards. Yeah, seems fine. You know, what's funny is for for all I talked about alchemy earlier, um, I actually ended up playing a lot of the Baldur's Gate alchemy set in draft mm-hmm. on Arena. Did you play any of that? Uh, I did a couple of drafts of it, but I have an interesting relationship with the Baldur's Gate alchemy. Oh yeah, on Arena. Yeah, I uh, hate it. Oh, okay. I, Interesting. Curious relationship. Did you know Minsk and Boo can be your commander <laughs> and can be in your gladiator deck? Yeah, but he's uh, five mana on, on on arena. Not in gladiator. Oh, interesting. Four. Do you know what the Tasha does on arena? Arena Tasha? Oh, um, I'm trying to remember. Because here's the thing. Is that like, I, I, I don't know why. I guess I was enjoying myself. I played a lot of that form. I think it's because I was just absolutely desperate to draft something new and different because mm-hmm. it because Streets of New Capenna was gone. Yeah. Um. I really dislike Specialize. Yeah. But because it was clunky as heck. But uh, I yeah I don't know I I can't I indefensibly played a ton of this format mm-hmm. on Arena. Um. No, what is the t- what is the arena Tasha? Tasha do? Witch Queen. Uh, it's two blue and a black. I believe it has either four oh, or five. Oh, the starting... Planeswalker. Yeah. The oh, planeswalker. yes. No, absolutely. F yeah, that card. Yeah. That card's <laughs> a- that card's preposterous. Yeah. Tasha, unholy archmage. Absolutely unbeatable. Two blue black for a four loyalty walker. Plus one until your next turn. Whenever a creature attacks you or Tasha, put a minus one minus one counter on it. So probably just dies minus two target opponent puts a creature card of their choice from their graveyard onto the battlefield under your control that creature gains ward two Why? minus six target opponent reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal three creature cards put those cards onto the battlefield under your control that player puts the rest into their graveyard i never saw tasha ultimate because i just lost yeah i just lost the game yeah yeah i forgot about no i must have blacked that out yeah because i was just you know morbidly uh shaken to my very core by by this card this card's messed up yeah it feels i feel bad even saying it but this release genuinely and especially because it's i'm about to talk about gladiator right this made me dislike gladiator oh you me for like i just was like i didn't there was a period of time where i'm like i don't want to do this Minskin boot, like I'm just M and Bing people, and then Tasha shows up, and it's just like all these specialized cards, and oh god, too much. Stop. Yeah. Please. I didn't. I didn't mention the streets of New Capenna PPR, 
was our first one sort of like easing back into having guests, which we brought Marshall and Kenji up from Seattle because they're close by and they've done this before. And it was like, okay, we'll sort of know the lay of the land. And then for Commander Legends, we got to do the big um, launch content. If you haven't watched them, there's some good Commander games we did. Um, we we got uh, Shivam and Ailey into town mm-hmm. to uh, to play those. And that was those were super fun games. I didn't... I didn't realize this until I was almost done doing the review on it, but the recent episode of Elder Dragon Social Club, uh, Wheel of Precons episode three, or as we call it for YouTube purposes, asking Surge not to block, um, was uh, yourself, Surge, Adam, and Shivam, which was the same pod from the (laughs) Commander Legends Legends game. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want more of that, that uh, that energy. You should definitely check those videos out. Unfortunately, different outcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the uh, Commander Legends was a weird thing. Yeah, it was it was funny when I did play at um, the when I did get to finally play it in paper because I had played so much of the draft on Arena, which again, I think it's one of those things where it's like. I don't know, like some sort of very unhealthy junk food where it's like, this is bad, but I can't stop eating it, right? <laughs> so like, I yeah. Um, playing it in paper was so confusing. <laughs> it was so utterly baffling because every every single card, I was like, oh yeah, this card, it, wait, what? What? What's this, what? Because the cards, even the cards that are, like oh, there's a bunch of cards in the paper set that just aren't on Arena because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of cards on the arena set that are just reprints from AFR, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the cards that are in both just do completely different things <laughs> in paper to arena. So I was just like, well, what, what? <laughs> it was very confusing. Uh, and then they did uh, another secret lair in June, the June super drop oh. and one called here be dragons. Uh, oh yeah. The Tokyo lands, Chris Ron, uh, Livia Prima, Vulcan Baga, Kellogg Sloops, and Rule the Room. I did get those lands. You could I have think. made up. I mean, I know the artist names, but well, I guess they're all artists. Kel- Kellogg Sloops. Kellogg Sloops. One word. K e l one l k e l o g s l o o p s. Kellogg Sloops. Oh. I don't. I don't know if it's Kellogg's. Loops. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like that Mystic Rumor art. Yeah. No, it's the great yeah. art. It's awesome art. It's just, uh, yeah. It's, I love the the um, the color palette. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kellogg's Loops. James, can I see the Livia Prima? I'm just reminding yourself what these are. Well, I really like her artwork. Ah, yes. Powerful. The chaos. Illustrations by Livia Prima with flavor text from her husband. <laughs> Sorry, it's just didn't expect to see Glissa Sunseeker <laughs> again. It's been 20 years. This is a funny one. It destroys an artifact. Two and two green for a 3-2 legendary elf warrior first strike. Taps to destroy target artifact if its mana value is equal to the amount of unspent mana you have. Printed when mana burden was a thing. What the? Wait, yeah. so do you have to float Which, the mana? Yeah, you float the mana. You have to float the mana first. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Is that Vorinclex in the back? It is. On the right. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because it's that's the the elves, her her <clears throat> mm-hmm. family or elves or whoever on the left, and then Phyrexian on the on her side there, and she's getting completed. That Olivia art is great. The uh uh mobilized for war. Very powerful. Very Castlevania. Yeah. Sword kind of looks like a good Not a criticism, to be clear. Not a criticism. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, the the Castlevania, this is, I think, from the previous year, but the uh, that the the one of Soren looking like Alucard. Oh, yeah. Because they, the, they got the artist who did yes. work with Konami. Yeah. That's that very cool. Anyway, well... That was the first half of the year. So here's what I'll I'll ask. Yeah. Um. We'll behind the scenes little curtain pull here. Uh, we're literally just going to go right into recording the next episode. So, uh, we will. Uh, I think we'll get your overall thoughts on the year and like your favorite draft sets and stuff like that at the end of that episode. Yeah. We can't. We can't ask you to be like 
is there anything else from the first half of the year that we missed out? We'll talk yeah. about it next episode because we're, we're going to record yeah, that. We're going to record minutes. right away. But I will say that yeah. I am curious, and I, I realize that I'm asking this of the guy who spent a lot of the first half of the year uh, battling cancer and the other one who had a brain injury. How did you feel about Magic at the end of June? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the year, how are you feeling? Um, I miss playing it. Is if I put myself back in that mindset, right? Like I was supposed to be in that commander game for yeah. for Baldur's Dude, Gate. The timing on that command you we found out you found out what was going on two days before we recorded that. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was It was rough. Yeah. Like I wasn't just like I was literally in hospital with yeah. a feeding tube at that time. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, they were like I I think were you like sending me were you like texting me pictures to be like, is this camera angle okay? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was weird. I definitely was just like, I want to be playing magic. Yeah. But uh, I mean, loved Kamigawa. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, didn't love Nuka Pena that much. I don't know. I felt fine, honestly. Like in terms of like the state of magic, I felt fine. It's easy to feel down on it when uh, you're on Reddit and Twitter. Because people get real mad about all kinds Everything. of stuff. Everything. And some of it's some of it's justified. Yeah, absolutely. Some of it, and some of it, I think, is just like a thing that's totally okay to be upset at, but not like that Angry. upset. It's funny. Yeah. You, you just you mentioned earlier in the episode that you got into a fight with somebody on Reddit. Yeah. I I read that fight without realizing that you were the person in like having that conversation <laughs> i wasn't paying attention to the usernames i was like yeah this person's got our oh wait it's it's actually just Graham. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> yeah well because they were like they were like Graham was like so like soft-handed with the magic 30 stuff and i was like i didn't think i was being i said i liked all the other stuff in that presentation but i didn't think i liked magic 30 and then they're like and then wheeler finally spoke up and i was thank like, god for wheeler yeah what? and I, I was like well because you were like permission to speak freely this honks or whatever it was you even said, "Oh, thank God! I think, think we're like, thank, thankful we're on the same page." Like, I yeah. think that's what you said in the podcast. Yeah, well, because I, I'd just been talking, and Wheeler and and Cameron were just not saying anything, and yeah. I was like, I was like, "Oh God! Did oh they no! Like it? <laughs> oh no! Am I, am I the one that's wrong?" And then you were like, "Yo, I hate this," and I'm like, "Oh, good." Yeah, I think that was also the most like just blatantly like, uh, it's just bad reaction yeah. to anything. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get to I don't that know. next I thought, Yeah, we'll, we'll get to about it. We'll but yeah, I think I think you'll find um, that uh, you're too reasonable. <laughs> I mean, we've said it before, and we'll say it again, and I, I guess we'll just have to keep saying it until we're you know horse in the mouth. But um, uh, mm. the the <laughs> I could go for some horse horse in the mouth. <laughs> just, A long face, huh? As soon as I said that, I was like, that was an odd <laughs> and bad choice of words. Yeah. But uh, you know, wizards doesn't get to control what we say or think. Um, certainly not on 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 this. My favorite mis. I know I know how much you hate it, oh, but it is my. The crap it's out of me. such a funny misconception. But it's just I, I get the impression that because we are not firing spittle across the room with rage, that we don't think that these things are that we say are bad or bad, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like alchemy. I think specialized is bad. I think there's too many spell books. I think New Capenna was a bad draft format. Yeah, not enough. You know, it's like, ah. Yeah, I tend to see my real anger for like, why is my heating bill so much this month? You know, or or just like, God, lettuce is so expensive nowadays. You know, that real stuff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just. I. On Reddit specifically, it's like, I can look at a thread, like the, just scrolling down the feed of like everything, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, Oh yeah, this uh, this this magic thing is is like seems kind of you know seems like it might be uh, not uh, with the consumer's best interest at heart. Uh, next post down is like combat footage from Ukraine. Um, which what which one am I gonna like be angry about? <laughs> right? It's like well, human rights violations. I think more so than than magic the gathering and then inevitably people inevitably people are like yes dude magic 30 is a human's right violation 
finally you and we said it. before we said before you can be you can be angry about more than one thing i'm not i'm not trying to do that thing where it's like oh you're angry about magic but what about all the horrors of the world yeah. like i'm not actually trying to do interesting that. that you won't finish your meal and yet africa has so many starving children it's just like no okay all right thank you <laughs> i actually feel pretty all right about magic in june thanks for asking james <laughs> <laughs> Wheeler? Uh, I don't know. I could ride the high of Kamigawa. Yeah. And, like, some of the stuff honked, but... When did they add Gladiator to Arena? That was in the second half. That was half in the year. second half. Oh, yeah. tune in for next episode. Yeah. Uh, I There were things that I really liked, and I interacted with those uh, because I liked them. And then there were things I didn't particularly like as much, and so I did not interact with those as much. What a take. Yeah. All right. That's it for part one of the year in review for 2022. Uh, tune in next next week for uh, part two with myself and Wheeler again. Uh, until then, a reminder that uh, this, show, uh, this show is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash loading ready run. Ask for a button. Buy yourself some of the good cards, but not the cards that you don't want. Ha ha. Also, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Until next time, I'm Graham, joined by Wheeler. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. James is on tech. Bye. Heather Gatsby is online. Thanks so much for watching. Goodbye. <laughs>